The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Like we never laugh, boys. It's just a look at this fine-tuned Beth-free machine. She's in tenth place already. Barry in that KEZ. So long, Christmas knobs. Get your ass off our ratings. So annoying. But I do now question whether or not my idea of turning KEZ completely into the festive station. Seasonal. Like, you get a couple months in there or you're in trouble. And much might be one of them. But I do like your idea of the Jesus music. Pretty good for that. Then it's going to be, you, you tap know, into the uh, that's every, you know... National French Fry Day or whatever, you know, some of those How things. How many songs are about French fries? Well, Brady, no, Brady just, would know. That I wanted, the song was. You know, it's so it. close to lunch. That's <laughs> why I mentioned it. Brady's been eating at irregular times, so we've screwed him up. Second, if there's anybody who's going to give me a day's programming about French fries, I'm looking, well, yeah, oh, I'm looking right over there. I've got, I've got my source for that. And Columbus Day, I'd have you program hey, Columbus I'm Day in. for a couple weeks, building up to that. Indigenous Peoples Day, just, you know, some tribal drums and war calls. <laughs> It's a good station. Anything without Beth on it is better. I finally got to get rid of her. She's got to go. We got to get rid of her. That's our 2022 resolution. Finally, Beth gets fired. They have to. Casey, you have to realize that your station's so much better when she's gone. But for a month and a half, she's gone. The highest. Never happened. The highest. I, I would quit my job if they're like, hey, John, that month and a half you're off, we're gangbusters. Like, well, why am I there? Oh, you. You. Stem the tide for ten and a half months, and then we then we make our hay. It's like God, that's depressing. It, do better, Beth. She's off that entire time. Yeah, she leaves it like Thanksgiving. Just us, like hi, it's Beth from Beth and Friends. Enjoy the holidays. Just as these clips. Oh say, man, we get I, time off. Wow. They, they, and nobody ever emails and goes, "I wish Beth was still there," like they do when we're off. <laughs> oh, I was. We got called pricks yesterday for not being here because <laughs> we missed an extra day. You screwed up my my, my buddy Marty. I hate I hate you right now. I'm like, what did I do? And he goes, get your ass back to work. You're screwing up my schedule. I'm like, hey, back off, kid. <laughs> I'm just fine sitting here doing nothing. Yeah, I slept through every single Best of show. There wasn't one time I got up before 10 o'clock. Isn't that great? Yeah. There's one time. For me. I heard Nick Cage. I I, we heard about that. You keep talking about it. Congratulations. I heard it when we did it. I don't need to hear it again. I, I, lived, it. I lived it, Brady. It's like Boys in the Hood. I don't need to watch that. I've lived it. Uh, you know, it's like the the NWA movie. What do I need to watch that for? I was there. Uh, it's time now for Brady to entertain us all. The entertainment drill is brought to you by my friends up there at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And, oh, my goodness, forget about it. New things in store up there at the old Glendale. 
Tony's got himself a whole bunch of great stuff going on. You got to check out if you go to the Glendale one. Amazing. I was at the new facility the other day. And then you got uh, the, the glorious House of Brews, which I frequented while I was gone. Even though I'm having a, another surgery here in a couple of weeks, I'm still trying to work my way around getting this bum leg going. Take it off! And I can't I can't jump. I can't. I keep falling down, so I can't do that. But uh, right there is the place that I've already decided I'm going to go right back into after I get cut up again and uh, jump back in. It's more than just a place that teaches you about self-defense, which it does. The street fighting, the training is amazing. However... Uh, they're also a place to get you in great shape and take care of you if you've got something going on. I can tell you from experience, two surgeries in the 10-month span last year and another one coming up here in a couple of weeks, and uh, that's three in one year. And uh, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be in the shape I'm in because of those surgeries. They get you through stuff. I know a couple people that have had like nicks, cuts, breaks, bumps, bad back, whatever, and they work around you. Again, I always remind you, the bad guys, the street they don't care about what shape you're in. They don't care what surgery you've had. They look for victims. And so you have to learn how to be, uh, you know, work around your own problems. My cop buddy texts me that he stopped. Did you hear? I didn't even hear about this. He stopped a, uh, and this is more common than you'll ever know. When I tell you that we train against machete attacks at uh, React Defense, uh, Ben texts me and he's like, hey, I was in on this. It's national news. Check it out. They stopped a guy who was robbing mobile phone stores with a machete. Wandered in there swinging. Danny Trejo? Yeah, yeah, he's machete. And you don't even think about it. Machete attacks happen. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. Until it happens to you. There are four or five people who worked at T-Mobile's that are like, ah, machete attacks, what do you know? Who got machete attacked? It's not being paranoid, it's being prepared. And we are prepared. You never know what's going to happen. The best thing you can do if somebody wanders into your establishment with a machete is give them what they want. Give them that box of jitterbug phones and but, let them yeah, take off. But if they decide to start swinging it, you better have something under oh, your yeah. belt. No, it's crazy. It's amazing. And I'm like, I didn't even know about this. He goes, it made national news, but it wasn't a thing because we couldn't catch them. They figured them out. They got it. And you start thinking about that stuff. And you're like, I have it in my head. I'm like, I, I actually may not win the fight, but I have a fight in me against a machete attack. The news is scary. That's all that's designed to be. But you never know. And it can get pear-shaped on you mighty darn fast. So... Uh, learn how to get in shape, work around your problems like I have bad shoulder, bad legs, bad everything else. And I've got more fight in me now than I did before because I know i, I got to defend myself differently. Uh, and they work with you. It's amazing. Get over there, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black in Phoenix, beautiful Glendale and Chandler. Uh, and get there now. Brady, entertain me. Mental Floss put together a list of movies that were the number one movie the year that you were born. Mine had Maybe to be you know Godfather 2, I think. 72. We, 72. The Godfather. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yours is 73? Yeah. Yours is, uh, hold on. Uh, I have to look. Um, yours might 60, be. My 65, me, was. Guess who's coming to dinner? Sound of Music. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that was 65. Wow. Yeah, that's a big one. You're the same age as The Sound of Music. You've aged better than that. That thing looks ancient. What was Toledo, 68? Eight or nine, yeah. It's either uh, 68 was 2001, A Space Odyssey, yeah. and um, 69 was Bush Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. 73 had to be something ridiculous, like Rosemary's Baby or something dumb. Exorcist or something. I think that was 71. Was it? Maybe, though. You can check out uh, What's 73? Mental Floss. That's why I, was, I, <laughs> I, I have 72, then it skipped to I'll 75. Was a top movie. There were no movies in 73. No, there were. When the pandemic started. The Godfather, because 75 was Jaws, so I'm trying to think in between. 
Is that best picture or AFI's best it's movie? It's the picture, basically, it was based on how much money they made. Oh. Okay, here we go. Uh, top grossing of 73. I was right, The Exorcist. Nice. December 26th of 73 it came out. The Sting, American Graffiti. It was the top grossing movie in 73? That's what it says. And it came out in December? Yeah. December 26th. Wow. 193. Or 190, That's adjusted. Yeah. Holy cow. But yeah, The Sting, American Graffiti, Papillon, Magnum Force, Live and Let Die. Man, there's some good stuff in yeah, 73. You should have that. But for it's your just me. 50th birthday, have a 1973 movie watching party. It'd be pretty good. What's mine? 72 is The Godfather. You can't lose that. Yeah. yeah. Let's see here. What else is there in 72? 71. Did I say that one? Uh-uh. 1971? Billy Jack. That's what I, I'm actually thinking of Billy Jack yeah. because they had some dumb crud movie was huge. I, I saw a list like this a few years ago. That followed. I mean, it followed up Butch huh. Cassidy and Sundance <laughs> What do I have? 72. <laughs> okay. Well, the first few were like, okay. Uh, the Poseidon Adventure. Great. What's up, Doc? Deliverance. And here's <gasps> one for you. Number five, Deep Throat. Oh, number nice. oh, God, no wonder. <laughs> Deliverance was God, that's yours too. Yeah. I thought it was old. JG, what do you mean deliver? De- Deliverance is what you're focused on? Deep Throat was my year. We're not watching Deliverance again. <laughs> Deliverance was that old? Brady, did you hear the end part? It's, a, it's what you're into now. I tried to build pretty, it up. Yeah. I figured he'd catch on. Both movies, you have a pretty mouth. You I got get the that. anal angus. You don't care about mouths anymore. You're not kissing those. You've advanced. You're French kissing <laughs> b-holes, my friend. That's Brady's new way. Did you hear about that, John Gordon? Brady kisses buttholes now. He's into it. That's not true. By the way, uh, Scott wanted to remind Brady. He said, uh, Ronnie never has said she was unattracted to you, like that listener implied. So, But she did buy night vision goggles and make up a fake owl war to get you out of the bedroom. <laughs> She's wagging that dog. She says it to me every morning, good morning. There's an owl fight out back every time Brady walks in with half a heart on. Did you see the owls are fighting? <laughs> Whew, that was a close call. He wanted to use that against me. She thought she had run out of equipment, but that night, the night goggles really. You have in. you have Jame Gum night vision goggles to stare at out. Binoculars. You're an idiot. <laughs> you realize how creepy that is. You standing around yeah, outside with night I was vision trying binoculars out last yeah, night. I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this is bad. Were you in the front yard? You were. I went in front. Oh, he's always in the front goddamn yard. Trying to figure out. Binoculars. And then I went, Jesus. Yeah, and then I went to the backyard. Can you imagine? As bad as it would be. That's to, where the owls okay, are, quiet John. Down. As bad as it would be to be your neighbor in the first place with you standing in the front yard all day in t-shirt and handing out uh, expired sauce. Now you're outside at night with binoculars. <laughs> you know, Laser and Kenny are on the phone going, do you believe this you clown? Believe what this is this? <laughs> his clown's outside. He's got his night vision binoculars. And he's standing in the front yard again. I got to work with it a lot more, learn, learn the equipment. If I was your neighbor, I would knock on your door and just be like, hey, um, I'm here to help repair the door. What are you talking about? It, clearly, your back door doesn't open and close. You're always out front. <laughs> Use your own goddamn backyard, weirdo. Night vision binoculars. You're going to jail. <laughs> I was eating some ass and I got busted uh, in the night vision goggles. <laughs> You'll need them for that. Yeah, yeah you're going to need them. Keanu Reeves donated 70% of his Matrix salary Whoa. to leukemia research. $31.5 million. That's pretty Damn. good. He's made around $45 million. That's pretty good. Did you hear about uh, LeBron James' latest thing? Uh-uh. Wants to be playing when Bronny, oh, yeah, if he they gets drafted, play together. Yeah. which would be 2024, would be his first year of eligibility oh, to go to the NBA. Stuck with him that yeah. long. 
if they keep the eligibility the same. Yeah. My guess is the NBA sees dollar signs and they're going to dump that whole had to play a year in college, be 19 thing, and draft them straight out of high school again. Yeah. Because what is that, two years? That's next year. So it'll be 2023. Yeah, he's a junior this year. Yeah. So he plays one more year and then they can draft him out of high school. They'll fudge that. Come on, Bronny! Because if anything, Laker fan, and you guys have to admit this, they uh, rigged the trade with Kobe Bryant because there's no possible way anybody was giving up Vlade Divac for Kobe Bryant straight across, even when he was a, a prospect. That's like giving away a number one pick for Vlade Divac, which was dumb. Second... When the Lakers had injuries all year, in the middle of the season, they decided to say, because it started to look like the Lakers were going to be an eight seed, let's expand that first round to seven games. And that's the reason the first round of the playoffs is seven games, because the Lakers one year were an eight seed, and they didn't like the way it was panning out. And like, let's get them at least on TV six or seven times. It was it, You guys get favored. So Bronny and Bron Bron are going to play together, and I'm going to puke all over myself. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. Thinking about, oh, it's and, and it's... If for money, adorable. So I don't know what dudes still. I guess you have to be a parent to want that. That helps. <laughs> I don't care. If not, you're a pedophile. With I night hope vision. I can play with my 16 <laughs> yeah. year old. Right, and you're standing in your front yard with night vision binoculars. There are pedophiles listening, going, "Ugh, that's weird." Where'd you get them? <laughs> Give us a bad yeah. name. Night vision, you dumbass. You got to get them at dusk. <laughs> Hiding a bush like the rest of us. Yeah, you proudly stand in your front yard with night vision binoculars and think that the neighbors aren't I'm a like, night bird nerd. Call the police. <laughs> Are birds even out at night? Who cares? They roost in our tree. So they're doing nothing. They're doing less than nothing. Chowing on a carcass. You can't wait to see them green. <laughs> Will you use them for something <laughs> useful? Like spying on your neighbors having sex and stuff in their rooms? Be normal for once. Use the night vision binoculars for what they were intended for. Spying on kids changing. <laughs> if you're going to have them, at least be authentic, baby. Weirdo. Staring at Howells. And all of Brady's neighbors need to call the police on him every time you see him outside with those dangling from his wrist. And his- I, c- I couldn't get it. There's an, opp- there an unbelievable Wild America opportunity. Was golfing over the break, and on the second hole, there was a bobcat. What happened? So I got the camera out, and it uh, took off. There is a god. Yeah, yeah thank God. <laughs> Look at it go. Outside. I was going to try to feed it. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a wild America. Yeah, it would have. Well, that's actually a thing happening. Instead of just filming a thing standing. <laughs> you know what a real wild America is? Having a camera out, filming a dude in his underpants and a t-shirt with night vision binoculars in his front yard getting arrested. Now that's wild. Anyway, we're done. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a phenomenal Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! Big, red, and badass. It's the natural way radio should be. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.